Hi, I'm Kerry uh, with Best of Us Investors. And I've been talking to you since, uh, I guess it's July the 9th, about getting out of China. I told you back on July the 9th that I was selling all of my NEO, that it was a fake stock, and it was a variable interest entity, a VIE. And a lot of you said I was basically crazy and that there was really no sense in doing that. And then I came back the next day on July the 10th and told you that I was selling all of my China stocks because of this fake stock, VIE. Came back eight days later and said that I was selling all my NEO and, and my BYD because of the potential delisting. And I explained to you uh, that I have had a, a stock delist and what the effects of it were. And again, uh, I got some feedback that I don't think you know what you're talking about, Kerry. But nonetheless, I came back on the 25th and explained again the risk and reward, that there are a lot of good stocks in the United States and you don't need to be subjected to this kind of risk. So, um, I, I felt like I was kind of standing out in the cold by myself. And then I have seen some things happen more recently and in the last several days, things coming out of China. And I wanted to share them with you and kind of substantiate the case because I think what you're going to see is, is potentially the worst thing that could happen to any investor and you would end up um, having to sue your mutual fund or your ETF company. But, but you need to be aware of this now. And so that's what I'm going to talk to you about in this video. And I hope you can see the importance of this and, and make a good decision. Because again, here at Investors, uh, Best of Us Investors, our objective is just to help you make good investment decisions. We're not going to pump and dump stocks. Yeah, we got some stocks that we think are going to outperform others, and we'll tell you about those. But this is different. This is China. This is an exposure, and I don't think you need to be taking it. So stay with me. I have some other people, some names you know, who are coming and joining me out in the cold and saying, we got to get out of China. So stay with me here. I got to share with you that I'm not your financial advisor. I'm just here for education and entertainment as a retired financial advisor. Be right back with you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, I saw on CNBC this morning an interview with uh, Kyle Bass. Kyle is the uh, founder and head of uh, Heyman Capital Management. It's a hedge fund. So he, is, he shares my opinion um, relative to China. So I want you to hear what he has to say. And um, maybe you can take some, some uh, information from it and make a good, good investment decision for yourself. So here's Kyle. It's, it's easy to see what you understand the fundamental ideology of the Communist Party of China, uh, all of all of the things that are happening today are impossible to discount. They're easy to see coming at some point in time. And I, I, again, I think that's where, when we think about investing, first of all, Chinese companies won't submit themselves to to covered audits like all U.S. companies do. Now you have to discount Xi Jinping risk or Communist Party risk. How can you pay a multiple, huge multiple of earnings? 
with all of those things in front of you. You know, this is going to be a panacea for plaintiffs' lawyers and and for individual investors uh, when they start bringing arbitrations against their fund managers, their brokers, their RIAs. I mean, there is no defense for a fiduciary uh, that invests in China today. So, Kyle, we all know the growth of China has been helped by the investment of the United States in China. And now Xi Jinping is cracking down on virtually everything within uh, the China structure. What's their end game? What, what are they trying to achieve here? And why are they doing this? I just don't see, and I think my investors don't see, what's the end game here? And wh why are they doing this? I think that given the financial crisis, the global financial crisis in 08, and now uh, the virus crisis, uh, of, of the last couple of years, you've seen central banks around the world expand their balance sheets aggressively. And we all know in the U.S. alone, there's, you know, 35 percent more money, more broad money in the system today than there was a year and a half ago. So what's happening is, right, we talk about inflation, but the differences between asset values moving up uh, and the poor becoming more poor because they're having to pay more for food and energy and the basic staples of life. The middle class can't reach up because asset prices are moving too quickly. This is fundamentally core to what China's struggling with today. They have 400 million people supposedly in the middle class, which you know, we define it a little differently here. Then they, they saw the billion people in abject poverty. And that when that gap widens too much, uh, China has to clamp down and figure out how to stop social unrest because uh, that's their worst fear as a, as, a, as a country. And so I think all of this is actually rooted in the, in the amount of uh, central bank expansion globally. And now what you see China doing is the government has total control. It's impossible to discount. You know, they went after the food companies yesterday when I, they went after for-profit education the day before. It all started with Ant Financial. And now it's moving into Tencent and the tech and what's what's next healthcare. I've talked to a bunch of my friends today that are big global asset managers, and they are finally starting to really materially pull out of China and Hong Kong. This is just the beginning. Okay, so I can understand they need to bring their country under control and they need to uh, the Communist Party wants doesn't want the outside influence uh, on their people. And thus, they're they're doing some of this. But again, what's the end game? Where where are they? Can't ignore the capital available in from foreign countries for the growth of their business. So what what's what's the end result that you believe the Communist Party and Ping are shooting for here? Uh, it just doesn't seem to make sense that you just ignore. Um, the largest economy in the world. Uh, they're still doing a lot of their manufacturing. How is this going to shake out and what jeopardy are they putting themselves in? Now easy to see the Chinese Communist Party has, has shown you who they are and what they care about. And again, as an investor, it's, it's, it's unconscionable to think about how you could invest in one of these Chinese companies without audits, without the ability to discount risk. Um, uh, but as far as what their end game is, you look at what they're doing with with their U.S. listings, uh, and at the same time, they're 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 expanding their ability to to bring companies into Hong Kong, and they're saying that Hong Kong is is going to adjust its listing requirements to make them much easier for Chinese companies to list in Hong Kong. I think. 
Beijing's hopes here are that uh, people are going to stop investing in Chinese companies in America and start investing in Chinese companies in Hong Kong. I think it's a, I think it's a grave miscalculation on Beijing's part. Okay, so that's uh, Kyle Bass from what was it, Heyman Capital Management, and then I see this headline this morning that I think you need to take notice of, and that is Kathy Woods keeps dumping Chinese stocks as Beijing cracks down. You you might remember Kyle made this statement that he thinks this is going to be a a plaintiff's lawyer's heyday as China does whatever they do, and then you as an investor who maybe holds Kathy Woods or some other ETFs or some other mutual fund that is invested in these Chinese stocks and comes back to you, comes back to them and says, uh, you have a fiduciary responsibility to protect me from these sort of things, and you didn't. And that's what now, Kathy Woods, I think, is responding to as he as she is dumping the China stocks. I'm not going to read this article, but I found a place where it is being read, and I think you need to hear this. Kathy Wood keeps dumping Chinese stocks as Beijing cracks down. Kathy Wood is exiting Chinese stocks as Beijing's crackdown on private businesses sends markets tumbling. The head of ARK Investment Management got rid of shares in tech behemoth Tencent Holdings Limited and property site K Holdings Incorporated every day last week, according to data on the firm's trading activity. Chinese regulators are taking increasingly drastic steps to tighten their grip on the world's second largest economy, in a move aimed at reducing inequality and financial risk, as well as strengthening the authority of President Xi Jinping's Communist Party. Most recently, they imposed new rules that prevent companies involved in private education from making profits, raising capital or going public. As the clampdown has intensified, so has Wood's flight from Chinese stocks. Her largest fund, the ARK Innovation ETF, now has only 0.32% of its $23 billion in assets invested in Chinese companies, compared to 8% in February. About 3.8% of the ARK Next Generation Internet ETF's holdings is still invested in China, but that's down from almost 9% earlier this year. I think it's the responsible thing to do, Matt Maley, chief market strategist for Miller Tabak Plus Co., said about Wood reducing her positions. There is just too much uncertainty surrounding what China might do next. Beijing's latest move sent shares of Chinese technology and education's companies spiraling, with the Nasdaq Golden Dragon China Index on track for its biggest two-day drop since 2008. Losses since February in those industries' stocks now exceed $1 trillion. Property management and food delivery companies slumped Monday on concern that rules will tighten for both sectors. Woods maneuvering has helped her main fund ARKK rebound more than 20% from its year-to-date low in May after a rough spring that led investors to pull cash from the fund for two consecutive months. Getting out of Tencent and K Holdings has helped in that effort, each is down more than 60% from its 2021 high. China's economy and companies have tremendous growth potential, but it's important to weigh how much of your portfolio you want exposed to political and currency risks, said Chris Zaccarelli, chief investment officer at Independent Advisor Alliance. As of a couple of weeks ago, ARK hadn't changed its outlook or five-year price targets on larger Chinese tech stocks that it owns. The regulatory changes have not, for the most part, impacted the businesses from a fundamental point of view with regards to cybersecurity clients or U.S. listing reviews, ARK's Asia Innovation Analyst, Yu Longqui, said on a webinar with investors on July 13th. Okay, there you have it. 
It's not only me. As I said, I started beating this drum on July the 9th, and some of you determined I was crazy. It's just not worth the risk. We have in this country right now uh, the opportunity to make a tremendous amount of money as our country reacts to the events that are happening around us. And the, the, the biggest of those is uh, the coronavirus. It has woken us up to the fact that both our supply chain and our health uh, care system are broken. So those are essential parts of our economy, of our life. And as a result of that, there is going to be a tremendous amount of money flowing to some very new and unusual companies that uh, are just coming to birth here in the United States. That's what I'm interested in. I don't want to take the risk of owning something in China. We, we also need to throw into this e equation is we have yet to figure out exactly what caused the coronavirus. And if in fact it was an accident or it was something that came from some bats that flew into Wunan, or was it, did it come out of their uh, laboratories and in fact, um, then they lied about it. If that is the case, if that's the case, this whole Chinese economy is going to explode. I would ask you, if, if Japan, after they bombed um, Hawaii, they, they said, whoops, that was an accident. We didn't really mean to do that. What would have, what, what would have happened? What if somewhere in the future it is determined that this wasn't an accident, that it in fact was a man-made virus, which I have read, some believe, some scientists believe, the risk is just too great right now to be have any holdings in China. I, I, I firmly believe that. There's too much unknown and there's too much known that is happening. So do what you think is best for your portfolio. I know a lot of you are new to investing and you get caught up in the momentum of what is happening and you aren't, you haven't had the experience to connect the dots as to what's gonna happen next. And there's just too much risk around owning stocks in China. Trust me on this and, and do your research and dig into it and put your emotions behind you and look into the future and invest in accordingly. This could be a total disaster and I want you to know about it. And I want you to remember where you heard about it first. It was on July 9th of this, this, this month, this year, that I told you, you needed to get out of China. Okay. Again, I'm, I'm a retired financial advisor. My name is Kerry Grinkmeyer. I head up a tribe. I, it's not all about me. It's about a group of people who share information and share knowledge and share experience so that we make better investment decisions. All right, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. I'm sure we'll find something else to talk about.